expecting. I'm like everyone in my grade asks me at least once, "What do you do?" Blah blah blah. You know their usual. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, they just have so many questions. But finally, gonna answer that to them. I did the sophomores and the freshmen. Welcome back to Young Smart Money. My name's Apple Crater, and I'm your host. This episode is one that I've been excited for for a while. I'm interviewing somebody who is 17 years old and making multiple six figures online, which just blows my mind. Because like when I think back to when I was 16, I was literally just sitting in my basement playing FIFA for like four hours a day. And this guy is just out there killing it, okay? So he's doing drop shipping. Um, that's his main business model. He's also expanding into a bunch of different areas that we're gonna be talking about in the interview. Um, I don't wanna waste too much more of your time, but this dude's amazing. He's killing the game at 17. And he really does drop some valuable, valuable knowledge in this interview. So, so sit back, relax, whether you're out walking the dog or at the gym, you're, you're commuting to work, whatever you're doing, sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Vova Tess. Vova, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be on here. Absolutely, absolutely. So for our listeners that aren't familiar with you and what you're doing, I know I gave a brief intro beforehand, but can you give our listeners a quick 30 to 60 second intro as to who you are and what you're up to right now? Yeah, so um, my name is Vovatas. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, uh, 17 years old. I do drop shipping, e-commerce. Um, I have a couple of different businesses, but my main thing is Shopify. Uh, so I started off at 16 years old. February 2018, I first found out about dropshipping. I was doing it, doing it. Obviously, nothing was working. Didn't really know what I was doing, spending a lot of money. Mm. Nothing. In the summer of 2018, I got a job as a lifeguard, as most other 16-year-olds in my neighborhood got. So I was making minimum wage. It's good money as a 16-year-old. Sure. Um, $3,000 for the summer, whatever. Um, but I knew it wasn't for me. I was super bored of my job, hated it. Even though the money was good, I still hated my job because it was super boring. So um, I was working in a life, I was working as a lifeguard in the basement of, a, of like a gym, right? Okay. For our fitness. Sounds like a terrible environment. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, and then like nobody drowned. The pool was open for like 30 years. Most that's ever happened was a paper cut, right? But, <laughs> So I brought that. So I, the manager was like, yeah, you could bring a book or whatever. So I brought a book, uh, my first ever book I read. And I didn't read, I was never much of a reader and about how to win friends and influence people by the mm. Carnegie. Classic. And that, yeah. Then I read like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. And I also had my phone. There was no service down there, but <laughs> I, I downloaded, instead of downloading, like most of my friends downloaded like Netflix movies, mm-hmm. I downloaded YouTube videos onto my phone of a lot of YouTubers I used to watch on drop shipping and how to do all that type of stuff. And I actually was watching my mentor now who actually got me started, Noah Brewer. So <laughs> his YouTube videos were like super informative, like not entertaining at all. And that's exactly what he wanted. Like, and I used to watch them like five times in a row, like what the <laughs> hell, what the hell is Facebook guys? I had no idea what it was, super complicated. And I was trying to figure that out. And then I was testing products and everything I, every penny I made out of lifeguarding, I put back into dropshipping. My friends were buying clothes. <laughs> I was putting money back into Facebook ads. So that was my thing. And then, yeah, so I was putting money into that and nothing was really working. And then eventually I knew it was a numbers game. I kept testing, kept testing my bank account. It w- literally wouldn't increase. I would get paid and spend all that money in the same <laughs> On, on Facebook ads and then 
uh, product finally popped off, made like, uh, and then like a week later after it popped off. So dropshipping works like, uh, it, I like to call it like wrapping. You're not going to have like a middle, like a product that's doing kind of well, but not really well. It's, mm-hmm. it's there's no middle class rappers. You're either broke or you're rich. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, yeah, product popped off for me. It was making couple hundred bucks a day and that was way more than my lifeguard yeah a little bit more than lifeguarding (laughs) so in sales finally the next week it got up to this was like august and then it finally got up to like a thousand dollars a day in sales i made like 10 i worked at like a six hour shift i made like 80 bucks and then from my shopify store i made like a thousand dollars in sales so (laughs) yeah i'm out of here um quit that job and never looked back since wow that is, dude, that is wild. And you're 17 years old right now. Yes, sir. Fine. Three months left of school and then I'll have a lot. Eight hours, like seven more hours in my day. That's, that's bananas. All right. So first off, first thing is I'm just like, what got you interested in drop shipping? Like all of your friends were out there like buying clothes, playing video games and whatnot. Like what made you want to go down this route of not only entrepreneurship, but drop shipping in particular? That job was so boring and bad that I knew if I didn't do something, I was going to be stuck there. Not for the rest of my life because I wasn't going to be a lifeguard for the rest of my life, but the nine to five style. Hmm. So how did you get exposed to dropshipping? Was it just like searching YouTube, like how to make money online? Yeah, I was always uh, from a young, like even when I was like 13, 14, Ty Lopez ads would always come yep. up. Always <laughs> those. I wouldn't buy anything. I would get like the free stuff, like the, like the 67 subs I think was like free for like, a week or something. I got that. Uh, but I was, since I clicked on his ads, I was always getting yep. those entrepreneurship ads. And, um, then I got exposed to drop shipping videos and stuff like that. And a lot of people are like, Oh, this is great business. Model. I saw people my age making the type of like thousands of dollars a day. I was like, what, if they could do it, why can't I? <laughs> huh? hundred percent. So you basically just like dove all into drop shipping. Were there any other ventures that you tried out beforehand? Or was it just like, I'm going to do drop shipping. I'm going to figure out how to make it work. Uh, a couple of my friends in high school were like doing cryptocurrency when Bitcoin was like the shit, but, <laughs> uh, but, but I lost like a thousand bucks in that. That didn't work out. But yeah, I was always like business minded. A lot of people don't know this, but at 13 years old, I started a youth- gaming YouTube channel. Okay. So I, I was just like everybody else playing video. <laughs> I, I was that kid. I sold my PS4 already right after dropshipping popped off. But um, so yeah, I was always like the gamer, but I realized that everyone was gaming, but it was fun, but like, I felt like I was wasting my time. So I didn't want to quit gaming. So I made a business out of it. I started <laughs> gaming YouTube channel and I did NBA 2K. That was my thing. Okay. And Call of Duty and stuff like that. Made maybe in all like $2,000 over the course of like two years. But as a 13 year old, yeah, that's, that's not bad. A hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Pretty cool. So yeah, that I... I guess now looking back at it, I didn't know at the time, but I did have entrepreneurship tendencies. So I started a YouTube channel like 13 years old. Um, and then I did, and then I made, I made a separate YouTube channel. It was like lyrics. So I would post the, you know how like you type in a song yeah. and you want to find out the lyrics for it. Yeah. And then you post it on YouTube. So I did that and that got like hundreds of thousands of views. A lot of videos are copyrighted, unfortunately. Yeah. The channel doesn't exist anymore, but I like, like, it's not, it is clickbait and it's not at the same time, but I knew what was getting the views on YouTube and, you know, I knew how to get people to come to me. So 
It's a very interesting way of thinking, especially for somebody that young, like to think I want to keep playing video games, but I want to figure out a way to make money out of it. Um, it's not something that a lot of people are thinking about. A lot of people are just like, like I know when I was your age, man, I was just playing FIFA all the time and I wasn't thinking about <laughs> making money in any way, shape or form. Um, but, but that's, that's a very interesting way to go about things. And then to start like the Lyric YouTube channel, again, it's just finding that attention and really being able to capitalize on it. Yeah, I never told anyone that actually. <laughs> really? It's a young, smart money exclusive right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So as time goes on, you, you move from the YouTube space to drop shipping. Um, throughout that time, did you have any mentors? I know you said there was one guy whose YouTube videos you're watching pretty consistently, but did you have anybody who was, who was helping you along in person? Was it really just the YouTube videos? Honestly, it was the YouTube videos and I did buy uh, one course. It didn't help me that much. That, that guy doesn't really exist anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, his course wasn't as a beginner when you don't know anything, it's a great course, but yeah. when you know a little bit more, um, it doesn't really teach you much. That guy won't be named, but, uh, so <laughs> it, it, it did teach me and it taught me the basics of Facebook ads, but definitely not the advanced stuff. And then Noah's YouTube, Noah does not have a course. Noah does not advocate a course, but he does do mentorship. So I looked at his YouTube videos and it was good. A product it did pop off for me. Mm-hmm. And I messaged him, hey man, your YouTube videos really helped me out. I was doing about three to five hundred dollars a day in sales. I reached out to him and we agreed on a profit share. Mm. And yeah, we hopped on a call every single day at the same exact time. And it was wow. amazing. And he we grew that store from three to five hundred dollars a day to fifteen hundred to two thousand a day. Every single day. Yeah, we hopped on daily coaching. That was our thing for profit share. And yeah. That's wild. That must have been really, really impactful for you and really showed you like how to step by step by step do it. I've never talked to anyone, anyone in my life that had like the mindset that I kind of did. And Noah was the first person. Dang, that's wild. So so he was able to take your story to the next level. Um, What came next? Or is that basically catching us up to present day? Um, yeah, that was in the summer. Um, obviously, I just that store kind of died off eventually. And then one store, two stores, three stores, and now multiple stores running at the same time and have expanded my personal brand. Uh, and now I have my own clients and all that. Solid. So like, what have your main goals been with dropshipping? Is it mostly just like make money and avoid the nine to five? Or, or, or what was your main motivation there? Yeah, so uh, I realized and I think a lot of people also realize that dropshipping is not a long term. We're talking like 10, 20 years business model. Mm-hmm. This will probably die off in uh, the next like five years. But it was something will come about. But the thing is, I knew it wasn't going to last. But what does last is a personal brand. Yep. You're getting clients and selling um, any service will never mm-hmm. die ever. So that's what I transitioned it to. 100%. Are you focused more on like Facebook ads or, or what's, your, what's your agency side of things yeah. looking like? So, yeah. So I, um, I consult and I help people with their stores as well as beginner, intermediate, advanced, whatever you are. I will help you with whatever you're doing. Uh, Facebook ads is my go-to marketing and the only way I market besides my own Instagram. Uh, and yeah, and I'm launching a course very, very soon as well. I'm going to I'm going to have a service where I do pre-made stores for people hmm. uh, and all that good stuff. One-on-one coaching, all that. Nice. Nice. That's, that's really cool, dude. You've got a lot of stuff in the works for a 17 year old. So mm-hmm. what do you think sets you apart from, from the other 17 year olds out there that aren't doing what you're doing? Because obviously most 17 year olds aren't. And, and what do you, what do you see the defining factors to be between you and the other people out there? 
Yeah, so I saw a lot of people on YouTube as I was starting out my age or even younger than me. I was 16. I saw 15-year-olds making thousands of dollars a day, and I got jealous. I was like, <laughs> 15, he's younger than me, and he's doing that? And I really, that really gets into people's heads when someone younger than them is making like 10 times more money than them. Hmm. Uh, so that got into my head. So I knew that like, I knew time wasn't running out because I'm like 17, you know, I'm going yeah. <laughs> to 90, whatever the case may be. Um, so I knew I had time and I, I do, I am patient in certain things, but I knew that time is running out. And if I do think that, I know it isn't, but if I do think that way, that'll make me 10 times more productive because if you use the excuse of, Oh, uh, you know, I got like 60 more years. I'll do this like next year. Like I, I have friends that are super, super smart, like school wise. And I'm like, and one guy, I know a friend, um, he's really good at math or whatever, analytical and stuff. He's good at charts. And I'm like, yo, you should get into stocks. Like, and I was with my friend, Simon, who's actually the host of NetCon. He makes like, he made like half a million dollars, $600,000 a year through stocks, um, in 2018, uh, and I was like, dude, like you're good at this, like start stocks. He's like, nah, I'm gonna wait until I graduate college. I'm like, what? <laughs> so uh yeah, so he says that now, but I think after he graduates college, he won't do that either, just because of his mindset. Because mm. like, oh, I'll graduate college. And that, then he's gonna wanna have to find a job. He's not gonna want have like wanna do stocks. He's gonna have like two hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. It's just ne a never-ending cycle, and then he's gonna ha find a wife, and then he's gonna find kids, and there's gonna be more and more excuses. Right now, he's not doing anything except smoking weed and playing video games all day. Mm. So I'm like, "Yo, bro, yo, bro, you should do this. Um, you have no responsibilities." Like, no, I'm away. Like, I'm a kid. There's just so many. Like when you have so few obligations, it's it's so it, it's just the best time to start something. Like just just yeah. realizing that yeah, you're in this place where you just have so much time. Yeah, like I knew that, like a lot of people do make the excuse, oh, I'm going to wait till after college or I'm going to wait till after I turn 18. Like, I hate that. There's no, you're just going to be even more busy. No, yeah. And then 18 turns into 21, 21 yeah. turns into 25, and then you never get there. Yeah, exactly. It's a never ending cycle. Exactly. And then yeah. <laughs> so what is, what is school looking like for you? Cause you're in, you're in high school right now. So is that something you're spending any time on or like, what are your grades looking like? Yeah, yeah, my grades are drastically <laughs> worse than the previous years. Now, in middle school, I was like the 90 student. In high school, I was probably the B student. Okay. Kind of the C and D. Okay. Uh, ever since I started. And honestly, I'm in my second semester of senior year. If I wanted to go to college, I already can. I already got in. Yeah. I'm to take a gap year uh, and just grind that out, see where it takes me. And let's say, you know, everything falls to shit always go back but um yeah that's my plan uh school takes up a lot of my time homework is outsourced <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much it what do you mean by that like are you are you hiring like vas to do your work and stuff if i did online school yeah but i just hire my friends <laughs> <laughs> oh that's ridiculous man that's totally ridiculous and i mean i can totally relate with you there man because like once your business pops off i mean i'm in college right now and like there's just you got to pick what you want to spend your time on. Like you, you just made like $2,000 a day in dropshipping and now you have to do English homework. It's, it's like, yeah, where are your priorities going to be? So I, I can totally relate with that. And yeah, I was definitely the person who was getting straight A's in, in high school and middle school. But like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's all a matter of your priorities, to be honest. Mm -hmm. so, so you're still thinking about going to college though? Uh, I'm taking a gap year. 
um, so solely from my parents and uh, uh, family members, I tell them, they always ask, oh, whoa, what college? <laughs> uh, just still waiting for people to get accepted, I tell them. But I am going to take a gap year uh, and work on myself. And let's say that gap year doesn't amount to anything, then I can't prove my parents wrong. But sure. that gap, I've already proved them wrong in a sense. But taking a whole year and going all in, they're like, why can't you take one class, two class? I'm an all in or all out. Like I'm going to the, I've never been a gym guy and I've been going to the gym for the month straight. And most people take rest days. I went for 30, I'm on my like 38th day. I haven't took a rest day because I have a consistency problem. Either all in or all out. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I, I can definitely see how that would contribute to, to the places that you've gotten so far is like, you, you really do need to devote yourself fully to something if you want it to go anywhere. Um, same thing goes with like this podcast when I was giving it half my attention, it wasn't doing anything, but once you go all in on something, that's when you can really start to scale it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, I was, I was at, um, an event yesterday, breakthrough by Sam Jacobs Yeah, and, uh, Casey Adams was speaking about podcasts and stuff like that. And I talked to him after and man, audio is the next wave and I'm starting my podcast soon. Do it, man. If you ever need any podcasting help or just ideas, man, hit me up. <laughs> Awesome. So bouncing back to your personal brand for a second, um, you said that you were getting into public speaking. Can you give us an intro to that and like why you decided to expand your personal brand on that route? Yeah. So public speaking, it was always like a goal of mine going around the world speaking and getting paid for it. Um, it's not there yet, but yeah. so I have spoke. I don't know if this counts as speaking, but I count it as speaking. I spoke at my high school um, that I current currently go to. So one of my friends who is like the class president, she's like a team spirit, school spirit. Yeah. Girl, and she does a lot of that stuff. Um, so she organized like a day where nobody has class, but actually goes to, she invited a bunch of outside speakers that talk about career hmm. development. Um, and it's, it's like a career kind of day. So, and I hosted an entrepreneurship thing class and a bunch of like students came to me it was like a couple of peer it wasn't on a stage or anything but it was in one classroom and um i uploaded on my instagram as well and and so we did every grade we're gonna do this seniors which is gonna be my grade that's gonna be super interesting i have no idea how that's gonna play out and i have no idea i'm expecting i'm like everyone in my grade asked me at least once what do you do blah 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 you know their usual Mm -hmm. Uh, they just have so many questions, but finally going to answer that to them. I did the sophomores and the freshmen. They were intrigued and stuff. And yeah, just developed the fan base. And also those people, I'm showing them, look, hey, like some of them, we all grew up in the same neighborhood. Usually people go to the same elementary, middle and yep. high school, like the same. There's usually like three main high schools that people go to from the same like elementary and middle school. Okay. Some of these kids in my high school, I have literally known them since I was like three to five years old. Dang. And like some of them go the video game and weed route and some of them go, which is normal for high school. What yeah, I know straight up some of them go my, the, well, none of them went, but I did. I went my, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm showing them, look, I did it. Hey, anybody can like mm. together. I'm not like fake on the media. Like you see all these big people making millions of dollars. Like I can never do that. When you see somebody you grew up with. Yeah. It came from the same circumstances. Exactly. Same neighborhood same teachers same 
that's that's huge and, and that's extremely extremely relatable and i can i can speak from experience here like speaking at high schools is, is really impactful like i've done a couple speaking gigs at high schools and and that's really like where i enjoy speaking the most just because like younger people are just really impressionable and like when you're talking to people who are in like their 20s their 30s they're already kind of like set in their ways but i feel like in high school a lot of people are very flexible to new ideas still and they're very willing to like expand um their, their thinking so i i really do enjoy speaking at high schools um, yeah. it's, it's always a good experience. Yeah, Ty Lopez says like the young, you could still impact them because they don't know what they want to do yet. But the yep. old people, old people, 20 to 30 <laughs> or older, um, they're harder because the end, the only way they learn is rock bottom. So mm. a couple of years at NetCon, I think Brody Kern, he like overdosed or something. He was dead for like 10 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah. He's been rock bottom. Yeah. That's rock bottom that you change right away. Um, from that and then but if you're in the nine to five and as an adult you're not get it's very hard to get out of that 100 percent. so how did you get connected with uh, the people over at netcon because i know you're speaking there um in a little bit now yeah so simon reached out to me on instagram like literally i was on an event yesterday we don't understand how powerful social media is there was 250 people there and every single one of them came from instagram That's wow insane that's insane and yeah so simon reached out to me through instagram um and and we live like an hour away from each other so then we met up and we talked more about that uh we saw him yesterday at breakthrough and uh yeah a lot of the speakers at breakthrough are also speaking at netcon jason capital Rody kern uh mike metzger um and a lot of other Brittany michael chuck a lot of other that's that's really exciting so is that your first like big conference speaking event yeah, so that is my first official speaking gig. I'm also going to um, Los Angeles in two weeks to be on a TV show, Good Morning La La Land. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that's in the works. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's exciting, man. So yeah. how did you get that set up? Was it just again through social media? Yeah, again through social media. Everything's through social media. People don't understand how powerful it is. And yeah, it's just that's how, literally how you connect her there. Yeah, I have... Um, I guess a PR guy who pitches me onto a lot of TV shows and uh, stuff like that, looking to get on a TED talk possibly. That would be great. Uh, but yeah, that's cause like money's cool, but impact is where it's really at. hundred percent. Not a lot of people realize that. So that's, that's wild. You're 17 years old and you're just spitting wisdom over here, dude. Yeah. I feel like I don't have time. And then when you hear those stories, like Jeff Bezos was working at McDonald's at 23 years old. And you're at 17 making, you know, already having the same impact. You're like, wow, where can my life lead up? Yeah, honestly, dude. Oh, there's just so many opportunities out there that, that people aren't willing to take advantage of. But like, if you just devote a little bit of time to learning something and applying it, oh, there's just so many places you can go. Yeah, and you got to be all in or all out. You can't be like, oh, I'll try this. If it, like, my friends obviously are interested in what I do and some of them I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's set up your store. Uh, and they do it. They spend like 50 bucks on ads. They don't get a sale and they start freaking out <laughs> on the whole site. I'm like, dude, you expect to get rich off 50 bucks? Like, yeah, <laughs> like I spent thousands of dollars before I found my first, before I even understood what Facebook ads was. What made you keep going throughout that time? Because I know a lot of people get discouraged if they're like seeing themselves actively losing hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, especially at a young age. So what made you want to keep pushing? Yeah, clothes was never really, like, not clothes, but the general thing, 
high school students spent their money on was never really I knew that it was cool and I wanted it and I still want it but I knew that it's a never-ending cycle like there's no point I'd rather put it into something that could make me more money and as I said seeing on online 15 16 year olds making the type of money I wanted to make that that's what kept me going I knew it was possible Mm. and that's why I speak on my high school because that's what people see Bill Gates are like, oh, I'll never get there. But if they see somebody they grew up with, oh, like, wow, it's possible. 100%. And that's the entire premise of this podcast, just getting people at those beginning stages that are, that are doing really amazing things, but they're not at those like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk levels yet. Um, because it's just so much more relatable than, than somebody who is making those tens of millions, billions of dollars every single year. Um, so that's, that's something that I, I, I'm totally with you on, man. Absolutely. So, all right. So you got connected with Simon over at NetCon. You're, you're speaking there. You're speaking on TV. Um, what's, what's sort of next for you? Like, what are your, what are your next moves and, and what's sort of the, the bigger strategy behind what you're up to right now? Yeah. So just expanding on everything. Networking is absolutely key. Um, Trey's is trying to keep leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. And honestly, I think the true key to happiness is that's why a lot of rich people like kill themselves and stuff and get depression. It's because they've already done everything they've ever wanted to do. So Mm. key to happiness, I think is just leveling up or just gain. So when you go from one network to another, keep meeting these, you go, let's say you're making millions of dollars going to that next level. Like, is your life really going to impact that much more? If you're making 5 million as opposed to 7 million or like 5 million as opposed to 10 million, your lifestyle is going to stay the same, but your network and like the possibilities of impacting people just goes up and up and up. Hmm. So how, how have you been networking and, and what have some of your strategies been to meet some of these high level individuals that have been able to connect you with some of these, these cool opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. So honestly, it goes literally as Instagram DMs is the most really? common thing on the internet right now. Instagram DMs uh, and also going to those. I met Simon at a previous event. Really? Yeah. Like you, I went to e-convention if you ever heard of that. No. Nah. So yeah, it's hosted by Mark Bamberger, and then he's also hosting. So he already did e-convention one and two. Three was canceled because Ty Lopez actually hit him up. He's hosting a 4,000 person event in December with Ty Lopez. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's sick for him. But so I went to his event. Um, a lot of great speakers, Dan Fleshman, um, mm-hmm. Jason Capital, uh, a lot of great speakers there. And now, and, ne- and then Simon was there and I connected with him and then he hit me up through DM and that's how it came about literally so, so when you're going, yeah so going to those events as well as going as well as just dming people and content like the more sto- like sometimes i wouldn't post stories for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then my dms would get kind of dry but then i post a story and i get like five swipe ups like that's literally how like i've connected with people just because they swiped up on my story and put the fire emoji because it was a cool quote <laughs> literally Oh, that's wild, dude. That's wild. So like when you're at a conference, what, what, A, what makes you decide to like want to go to a certain conference over another? And like, B, like, what are your main goals out of, out of conferences? Is it mostly like the networking opportunities? Yeah, honestly, it is the networking conferences, man, they will teach you. And it is 
most motivation mostly Mm -hmm. and it just gets you it's just relatability like you see them online it's cool but when you see them in person and like oh wow they're a real human uh it's to a different level and yeah just networking literally talking because you're you guys are kind of all on the same level when you're all in the same room yeah yeah that's huge that's huge i just got back from the click funnels event and it was it was really impactful met some very high level individuals there Mm -hmm. that's great yeah just going to those and honestly i live in new york so econvention and um breakthrough both appeal to me because it's like 30 minutes from my house yeah (laughs) no reason not to go to that that's got to be convenient for sure. All right. Um, Volpa, I want to hop into some of the questions that I like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up the show. Are you feeling ready for them? Yep. All right. Perfect. The first one is what are you excited about right now? So whether that be something in your business, in the wider realm of, of entrepreneurship, or just something that's, that's emerging in the global landscape, like what are you excited about right now? What I'm excited about. So yeah, um, as I said, my first TV appearance in two weeks going to LA experiencing that and just posting that on Instagram. Um, A lot of publications as well, getting my personal brand out there and leveling up my followers and network is what Mm. gets me excited and impacting more and more people. Seeing those people in my DMs, oh, yo, your videos helped me make my first $100 online. That's what gets to me because then, because once you make your first sale, you realize it's possible. But when you don't even try, like, it's, you don't. So when you see people going from knowing nothing and your videos helping them achieve what they've wanted, that's gets me happy. That's huge. That's huge. Having that impact on people is, is what it's all about. And that's exactly why I do what I do. So mm-hmm. totally, totally with you on that, man. What are some of the habits that have served you most, whether that be in business or in your life? You said you just picked up going to the gym, um, but are there any other things you do on a routine basis that have really helped you level up? Yeah. So honestly, when I was on break, so I had like a week break, I was waking up at like 5am every single day that school gets in the way of all of my scheduling. And I can't wait for that to end. But um, waking up early, like I was with Jordan Azario yesterday, he wakes up at 3.30am every single day. Wow. What? How did you go do that? It's a machine. Yeah, honestly. And then he lives in a Honestly, it's his network. So he lives in a house in Tampa with his team, Digitalism. And he, and let's say you're living with five other people. And those, like, if all five of you have a commitment to wake up at 3.30 a.m., all five of you aren't going to sleep in. So if one sleeps in, the other one knocks on your door, then opens it and just wakes you up. So I'm thinking of, I just want that as well. Um, Just surrounding myself with those types of people. Yeah. Waking up early is good. Um, let me. I don't know. You, you can't see, but I have books definitely impacted my life as well. I was in, like, you know, I was never much of a reader. Not even the things assigned, to, like, in class and stuff. Never <laughs> like those either. Like, Schmoop and all the, those helped me with that. But, well, um, I, you know, uh, the books and the network and the Instagram and just when you have a personal brand, things open up. There's way more low key people that make a lot more money than the people that gloat and stuff on Instagram. And those are definitely uh, make up more of the world. But when you have a personal brand, when that's when you could actually level up and your network and, and expand your income levels. Like my network allowed me to learn Amazon FBA. Um, 
and other different businesses and allow me to speak at Netcon because without my Instagram, that would have never, ever happened. Mm. That's huge. And like, yeah, I mean, there are kind of two different kinds of entrepreneurship. There's like a social media entrepreneurship and there's like the other kind of entrepreneurship that goes on, not like broadcasting it to everyone. Yep. But there's definitely a fine balance because you have to be able to, if you, if you do want to do things like speak at events, you, you have to put in time to grow your personal brand or else no one's going to know who you are. No one's going to reach out to you. No one's going to want you to speak there. Yeah. So you got to find out what your goals are and then and really align your efforts with those goals to help you get to those places. Yep. And honestly, as messed up as it sounds, people rather have somebody that has, um, let's say, 100,000 followers that's making $100,000 a month somebody that's making a million dollars a month and has zero followers on Instagram because just because of the impact, the name. All right. So next thing I'm wondering about is like, whose content are you consuming right now? You said you don't read much, um, but are there any books, podcasts, YouTube channels that you're watching pretty regularly? Um, my most recent book, and this is not an, is not a drop shipping or anything, but this is a mindset book. It's can't hurt me by David Goggins. Hmm. Um, that guy's an absolute, monster and he went from fat overweight depressed to having the world record for the most pull-ups in 17 hours 4,000 pull-ups so, and I'm running a God. running he ran like a 39 hour marathon or something like that and like won like first place but he runs like marathons like every week and like he went from like depressed overweight and just like trying to kill himself to like somebody that and he he's a navy seal as well he went through three hell weeks in one year um, so yeah this guy is an absolute machine dang um anybody else's content so yeah um honestly whoever's content i like i hit them up through instagram some people are unreachable just because they're on that next level and that's yeah. the goal that's the goal what and man like at netcon i'm gonna be speaking alongside the same people i used to watch youtube videos of Jason Cowell, you know, wild experience, man. Insane. But yeah, that's what I'm up to right now. For sure. For sure. What do you do in your business that isn't super scalable? So for example, one of the things that I'll do is every day I'll pull out my phone. I'll shoot like five to 10 video DMs to new followers. Just being like, Hey, what's up? My name's Apple. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you. So is there anything you do in your business that has that personal Vova touch that couldn't be like mass produced um, or things that you do like very um, intentionally one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. So there's a lot of things I do on a daily basis that don't make me money, but that are just got to do Yeah, eating. Like you got to <laughs> eat, even if you don't want to, you got to eat. But like, um, and sleep and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes work and a lot of glamorous. And Jason Capital said this on stage yesterday and I so relate. And he's like, I make probably more money than all of you. And you guys probably want to live. Well, he didn't say this cockily, cocky, <laughs> but um, he was like, I definitely have more problems than you. Like 100% guaranteed. I have more problems than most of you. And um, he's right. He <laughs> like, as people said, more money, more problems, but, uh, it's, <laughs> it, it's true. Like it, it, the, you just got to do some stuff that you don't want to do. Like today I had a payment hold on my Stripe account and I couldn't do anything about it. And like I called Stripe and I just got to wait 24 to 48 hours. So like my store is on hold now. 
I, I can't do anything about that. My Facebook ads account got shut down. I have to call Facebook and spend possibly hours trying to resolve something that will make me money in the future, but not necessarily right now. Or may, maybe making a YouTube video. I'm not making any money off that video. Mm-hmm. Like or what, like a couple cents off the views, or make it be maybe a couple of dollars, but insignificant. But the YouTube video impact, maybe somebody liked my video, hits me up through DM, and then close them on a fifteen hundred dollar deal. Maybe that happens, and that's why um, more content, like those, maybe posting those um, quotes on Instagram daily, that doesn't make me money, but maybe somebody likes that swipes up is like i love your content let's connect and that person has a network of this or that and that's just literally how it goes mm. that's very visa's content 100 100 it only takes one person like people might be discouraged because they're only getting 50 views but think about it man 50 views yeah. is still 50 people yep mm-hmm. people get confused yeah 100 all right so vova where can people go to find out more about you if they've been enjoying the value that you have been spitting this entire episode where can they go to follow up with you um Instagram, YouTube, drop those links. Yeah, so the, the Instagram is vova underscore test, V-O-V-A underscore T-E-S-S. Right. YouTube, same exact thing, vova space test. Um, uh, reach to me through Instagram. I answer all my DMs um, every single day. And uh, yeah, that's where you can go to find me. Sounds like a plan. Vova, you've been spitting so much wisdom to our listeners. I, I can't believe that you're 17 years old, dude. You are crushing it over there. Um, any last words of wisdom you have for our listener today? Yeah. Um, guys just, you know, I'm here, I'm 17. I'm a real person. I'm not like controlled by the government or anything. (laughs) I could do it. Anybody else can. Mm, Exactly. Exactly. Vova, thank you so much for your time, man. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I, I appreciate you choosing to spend it here on young smart money. Yep. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, all you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast's page for Young Smart Money and click on the write a review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Real quick, just launched a new project called the Online Course Examiner, basically the Yelp of online courses. It is blowing up lately, online course examiner.com. Check it out.